0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, amen, amen, I'm reading tonight from Job chapter 1 and also John chapter 4, I want to say what a honor it is and a delight it is for us to be here and uh, give honor to Pastor Sister Regan, honor him for his work's sake, and uh, we are praying for a speedy recovery. And uh let's start praying for a speedier recovery. <laughs> Amen. love this precious man and his dear wife so so very much. Amen. I notice a very, very small clock on this pulpit which which means to tell me that it it doesn't really matter <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> We don't really pay attention to that <laughs> amen you know honestly I'd rather I'd rather preach behind a pulpit at a church that has a very small clock on the uh, on the on the pulpit than a big clock on the back wall certainly glad you don't have one up here amen on the front wall of the church it is indeed an honor to be here we do feel good in the Holy Ghost we believe we're in the will of God we've come to obey the Holy Ghost tonight. Whatever a traditional or typical first night of revival, initial service of revival is, that guess, I guess that varies from place to place. All I know is to pray and to feel direction from the Holy Ghost and step in this pulpit and try to mind God. Yeah, I feel the Lord has directed me very specifically for this service and for this church. And so we want to mind the Holy Ghost tonight. Can you say Amen. Amen, let's let our guards down. Amen, I said let's let our guards down. None of us are on trial tonight. I'm not here to judge you. I hope you're not here to judge me. We're just here to let the will of God happen. God has a will for this place tonight. God has a will for your life. God has a will for this church. Amen, amen, let's just let it happen. We're all in this thing together. We're all a part of the same family, baptized in the same name, filled with the same spirit, worshiping the same God. Amen. Job chapter number 1, beginning in verse 20, and we'll read 20 and 21. Then Job arose, rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground and worshipped. And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Most of us know the backstory to this response. In one single day, Job lost everything that made him who he was as far as the world is concerned. His flocks, his herds, his servants, his children, his possessions. Everything that made him Job was gone. What you going to do when you lose everything? Uh, the Bible said he arose and he rent his mantle. He shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and worshipped. Amen. Somebody say Job worshipped. Let's go now to John chapter 4, familiar verse of Scripture about the worship Jesus in His conversation with the woman at the well, verse 23 and 24, but the hour cometh, Jesus said, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. There is not just a right way. There is an only way. It's not a preferred way. It's not a better way. It's the only way to worship. If you're going to worship, It's going to be done in spirit and in truth. Jesus says the time uh, hour cometh and now. It's time he said. It's now. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship. Amen. True worshipers worship. It's who they are. It's what they do. It's a part of their DNA. Amen. It's not a Pretense. It's not a show. It's, it's from the heart. I want to talk to us tonight with the help of the Lord about true worship. Amen. Would you lift up your hands together in the house of the Lord? Would you ask God to have his way in this place tonight? Lord, we speak your precious name. Plead the precious blood of Jesus over our hearts, over our minds tonight. Lord, I'm asking for your holy anointing to come into this place. I worship your holy name, thanking you, Lord, for your liberty that's in this place tonight. Thanking you, Lord, for the touch of the Holy Ghost in this house. Thanking you, Lord, for opening a great door and effectual Lord, thank you for victory and authority over every adversary at this open door. Thank you for grace to go through this door of opportunity tonight. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Lord bless you. We have sung about praise and worship tonight. We have sung songs that have both words, praise and worship. Almost without exception, the songs that we sang tonight, obviously were focused on worshiping the King, praising His name, amen, words that we sang in the course of the unfolding of the service tonight, I'm going to worship Him. Amen, I'm going to praise Him till the glory comes down. Amen, I'm, I've got a job to do. I've got a responsibility to uphold. I'm not here tonight to fulfill a religious obligation. That's not why I'm here. We're here on purpose. We have a spiritual purpose. We're the body of Christ. We have an agenda tonight. We're not here hiding Our agenda, we're open and honest. We have come to worship the King. Amen. This is not just what I do, it's who I am. I am a child of God. I have been called out of darkness into His marvelous light. The Word of God declares I'm to show forth the praises of Him that's called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. Amen. Showing uh, forth uh, the praises of Him. Manifesting, making it known, making it visible, making it apparent, showing uh, forth uh, the praises of Almighty God. Amen. traditionally in an apostolic and Pentecostal church, And especially with an evangelist in the pulpit, you're thinking to yourself, Brother Waldrop's preaching for my response tonight. I want to say from the outset of this message, I'm not preaching for response, but I am preaching for revelation. I'm preaching uh, for revelation tonight. There can be human and intellectual response without revelation. Amen. We can say amen out of tradition, out of obligation. We're in a Pentecostal church. We're at the truth church. And this is what we say amen at the truth church. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are traditions that are good. They are right. They are pleasing to the Lord. But I want us to go beyond tradition tonight. I want us to go beyond an intellectual or an obligated uh, response, Uh, more than the rhythm uh, of a statement and uh, an amen, Uh, more than voice inflection and uh, the display of personality and uh, preference. Uh, You can have uh, a human and intellectual response uh, without a revelation. It meant somebody can get me singing your favorite song, or you just had a good day, and you're just uh, on cloud nine, and so it's not really based on revelation. It's just uh, it feels uh, good, and it does feel good to worship the king. I am grateful for the good uh, feeling, but you know as well as I do, there's more to living for God uh, than feelings. Just as sure as we feel good tonight, uh, there are times we don't always uh, feel uh, like praising, praising Him. Amen. I'm not. I'm not against any of these songs that we sing at all. I do feel like praise. So I'm going to praise Him in the morning, praise Him uh, all day long. I feel uh, like praising Him, but if the purpose or the reason for your praise is because you feel like it. There's going to be days that he's still worthy, but he won't get any. My praise is not based on my feeling. It's based on my revelation. Hallelujah, because when there is a true revelation, there will be an unsolicited response from the heart. There can be a response without revelation, but there will be Amen. There will always be a response uh, with a revelation. With revelation always comes a response. Amen. Not to be overly particular tonight. uh, Praise and worship are often interchangeable in our Pentecostal vernacular and dialect. Again, the For example, the songs that we sang tonight, we understand. Sometimes we say praise, and sometimes we say worship. Oftentimes, in our presentation, they mean the same thing. They're synonymous terms, but there is a vast and a very distinct and different scriptural difference between praise and worship. I've not come to belittle or to discredit praise whatsoever. But I have come to promote true worship. I'm very aware that praise has its place. There's nothing wrong with praise. Praise is right. Praise is good. As a matter of fact, we read in the Psalms that praise is comely for the upright. We read, praise you the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. Somebody shout praise is good. It's good to sing praises for it is pleasant and praise is comely. It was praise that preceded victory for Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Bible declares that when they began to sing and to praise, when they got The praise service started. We call it worship service. When they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. It meant not to be overly simplistic tonight, but when the people of God got started, uh, so did God. Amen. I said when the people of God got started uh, to praise and uh, God got started to working. Amen. Let's not be a people uh, that wait on God to work uh, before we worship. Come on, let's not live in spiritual Missouri. Show me. And then I will. Show me. And then i respond. Show me. And then I'll pray. Oh, no. Hey, Amen. I know he's able. And therefore, I will praise the Lord. I think it'd be good if us to clap our hands right now. Give God a shout of praise. Lift up your voice and praise his name. I feel good in the Holy Ghost. There's going to be a break in the spirit uh, on this Tuesday evening in Olathe, Kansas. Hallelujah. I feel liquid glory falling down on me right now. Come on, let's make up our mind. We're going to be better when we go home tonight uh, than when we came to the house of God. Amen. It was praying and singing praises at midnight in a prison by Paul and Silas that facilitated another dimension of revival in Philippi. It was praise and singing praises. The last verse of the psalm simply declares, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord again I'm not belittling praise I'm not discrediting praise I'm not throwing praise under the bus tonight I don't feel like I've got a corner on the market I certainly don't feel like I have all the answers but I do know what I felt in prayer for this church and the anointing that I feel as I stand in the sacred desk tonight amen I assure you I don't come in correction but I come in encouragement God has sent me to tell you he has another dimension for this church in this arena of praise and worship. Amen. Your praise and your worship is not on trial tonight. Amen. I've not come to share your weight in the balances and found wanting. That's not what I'm declaring. But God wants something from you that maybe you don't know he really wants. Maybe you don't know how to give it. Amen. God loves you enough to send you an evangelist on this initial revival service to let you know he likes what you're doing. But you can do better. Can I preach what I feel tonight? God has another dimension in the arena of praise and worship God has another realm for you to walk into God has another dimension for you to walk in <laughs> I'm telling you, this is one of the keys to the revival that you long for. This is part of being the church that God is calling the truth church to be in 2022. I saw it, the year of promise. What I'm preaching tonight is part of your promise. It's part of you being what you feel God is calling you to be. It feels good, but coming to church is not about feeling good. It's about being the body of Christ. It's about letting God be the God he wants to be. It's about taking the lid off of God and letting him do everything he desires to do every time we come to the house of the Lord. I don't have anybody or any place in mind. It's just, uh, I guess, an understanding that's on me right now that there are individuals in churches with vibrant praise, uh, but absent worship. Brother Waldrop, how, how, how can you have vibrant praise and no worship? It's because far too often praise is never allowed to fulfill its true purpose. Somebody say praise has a purpose. It's good to praise the Lord. Praise is comely for the upright. Uh Uh-huh. But my Bible declared the hour comes and now is for who? True worshipers. If I am being too particular, excuse me. But he didn't say, it's time for praisers to praise. He says it's time for worshipers to worship. And I believe there's a reason why he said what he said, because that's what he meant. Amen. we read early in Psalm 150, praise you the Lord. Praise God in. Somebody say in. Amen. This is where we praise. We praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. We're praising Him with a conscious awareness that He's able. As a matter of fact, His ability has a lot to do with our praise. Because then we read, praise Him for, would you shout for? This is why we're praising for His mighty act. We're praising Him for what He's done. We're praising Him for healing, for a miracle, for help, for strength. We're praising Him based on His ability to work. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Come on, you've sung it before. God is great. And greatly to be praised. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. And so we know where we praise. We know a lot of times why we praise. And for what we praise. And then it tells us with what we praise. We praise Him with instruments. We praise Him with our hands. We know we praise Him uh, with our voice. We praise Him uh, in the dance. We praise Him uh, with the uh, percussion. We praise Him uh, with stringed instruments. Praise Him in, praise Him for, and praise Him with. not casting criticism tonight let's just think about this tonight could it be often times when we are praising we're not really praising God but we're praising praise this is just what we do it feels good and so I like fast songs and I like this cool beat and And I'm clapping my hands and we're playing the instruments and we're beating on the skins and we're clanging the cymbals and we're thumping the bass. But we're thinking about how early i got to get up in the morning. Don't get quiet on me now. I'm not against you. I I I told you already. Have you already forgotten? Is your memory that short? You're not on trial tonight. I I just want us to be honest with ourselves. If we're going to be better, we got to realize where we are. Hey, man, before we understand where we got to get to, we got to first see where we are so we can get from here to there. If you don't know where you are, how can you get from where you are to where God wants you to be? And we're clapping our hands and we're stomping our feet. We're jumping up and down. We might not even be talking in tongues. But we're thinking about family. We're thinking about finances. We're thinking about situations. We're just going through the motions. We're just exercising Pentecostal tradition. And I'm telling you, in those moments, you're not praising God. You're praising praise. I said you're and praise. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that praise has a purpose. And praise's purpose is to usher in worship. We meant when praise plays its role. And when you allow praise to have its perfect place, there is a transition that happens and there is a moment it might be the same voice it might be the same song but there is a shift it's not the same spirit and it's not the same focus and it's not the same attitude because you praise him for but you don't worship for you worship him Praise is about His performance, but worship is about His person. I praise with my physical posture, but there is a spiritual posture in worship. It might be the same words. Amen. I'm preaching tonight. It's not altogether what's said, but it's where the words come from. Amen. It's not what you're saying, but where it's coming from and why you're saying it. Amen. Come on. It might be. uh, Amen. Praising God with a hand clap. uh, Amen. But somewhere in that hand clap. uh, Amen. It started out of obligation. Come on, we did it tonight. It's one of our traditions. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise the Lord. And we start out, we're doing a hand clap. And the reason why we're doing it is because we were asked to. And we're doing that out of respect and obedience. But somewhere in that hand clap, I didn't stop clapping my hands. But praise shifted into worship. Now I'm not doing it out of obligation. I'm doing it out of desire. It's not just coming from my mind. It's coming from my heart. I've come to preach tonight that worship is praise that's taken to another level. we sang tonight till the glory comes down does anybody feel the glory tonight but I'm not about to dismiss the service I'm not about to announce we've done our job we've got God here can I tell you tonight man that when God shows up you're not done but you're just getting started I know we announce service times. Amen. We have 7.30 worship, 7 o'clock prayer. Amen. The clock on the wall says it's 7.30, and it's time to start church. Amen. But I'm telling you, when church starts is when the Holy Ghost steps in. Far too many times we praise him till the glory comes down and then we shut it off and we stop it and say, all right, mission accomplished. Yeah, you got him here. But I've got a question for you. What you gonna do with him now that he's here? Don't get him here and then ignore him. Don't get him here and say, what took you so long? Don't get him here and ask him why he's running late. Oh no, little praise become worship. The hour cometh and now is when true worshipers, true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such My God, I feel this burning in my spirit tonight. Uh, Amen. God is looking uh, for true worshipers uh, to do uh, what you can do. Come on, don't be a true worshiper uh, and not worship. Don't have what it takes to do it uh, and not do uh, what you have what it takes to do. Jesus said it's time for true worshipers to worship. It's time to go beyond praise. It's time to go beyond tradition. It's time to go beyond, uh, amen, normal expectation. It's time to get God here uh, and then let him work. Get God here. Don't stop. Don't stop. Amen. He's here. Let's begin to worship, worship, worship. The psalmist said, Oh Lord, you're holy. You are the one that inhabits The praises. You inhabit praise. Where praise is going on. You come down, come on. We sing it when the praises go up. The glory comes down. This understanding came to me some time back. I don't remember when it was, but it stuck with me ever since. Could it be? Is it possible? Yeah, even probable that the reason why God inhabits praise is because he's looking for worship. He comes down where praise is going on. Because if somebody will truly recognize my presence, it won't be praised much longer. Let's lift our hands. I, I feel something glorious stepping in the sanctuary right about now <laughs> My Lord, I just felt what I'm preaching about trying to happen. Chando la ke anta la bo shata Hele mai mo shandala la makaye Hele mai mo shanda Hele mai mo shandala la bakiando Hallelujah 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 You can worship from a distance. You can worship in second person or rather praise Him from a distance. God is great and greatly to be praised. I'm talking about God when I'm praising Him. My praise brags on God. My praise talks about God. My praise brags on God. My praise tells somebody else how good I think God is. But I'm telling you a man worship is not from a distance. Worship is personal. Worship is up close. Worship is the first person. When you worship, you go from He is to You are. Praise says He is great, but worship says You are great. Hey and God said, that's what I'm looking for I'm looking for something personal I'm looking for something from the heart I'm not looking for distant adoration I'm looking for something personal I'm looking for something intimate between me and your soul. There he is. A difference in attitude and approach and atmosphere. There's just an intimacy of worship that is absent in praise. If you're uncomfortable or not, I'm sorry you're uncomfortable. Amen, but... But somebody's recognizing an invitation into true worship tonight. Amen. It's not about the song that's being played. It's about amen, the condition of the heart and the desire and the focus of the soul. You see, Jesus said, if true worshipers is going to worship, amen, it's done in spirit. That's not capital S, Holy Ghost Spirit. That's little s, human spirit. Amen, that's your personality. That's, that's human animation. That's your soul. That's the soulish part uh, of man. You're going to get your feelings involved, your passion involved. Amen, amen. Thank God. Amen for the Holy Spirit. But God said worship comes from the heart. It comes from your soul. You can't worship and do nothing. I'm not talking about necessarily a physical demonstration. Amen. I'm convinced I've worshiped the Lord quietly. I've also worshiped him boisterously. It wasn't necessarily the physical action, but it was what was going on inside. Now, don't use us as a license to be quiet every time. You see there, I don't have to be loud. No, you don't have to be all the time. But sometimes when it's true worship, there's going to be decibels involved. Let's go. Living for God involves decimals, tithe and offerings, and decibels, praise and worship. Amen. If you've got a problem with decimals or decibels, you're going to have a problem in a relationship with Almighty God. Isn't it strange that folks that tend to have a problem with one have a problem with the other? Not necessarily in that order. Amen. But folks that like quiet church, amen, have a problem turning loose and being liberal and their opportunity to worship in any form or fashion. Well, you just thought it got quiet a while ago. Ah, oh, come on. I, 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 done, I done got too close to somebody's sacred cow. That's your problem. You, you, you worship, but you're, you're worshiping something besides God. Amen. I don't know why I'm here, but somebody's here that's a love of money. It's the root of all evil. So if you love your paycheck more than you love God that allowed you to get it, uh, you got some problems. Uh, You need to get some decimals involved in your walk with God. And then uh, the decibels uh, won't be near as a problem for you. My Bible said, uh, man, that the uh, transaction uh, of the promised land uh, had some noise involved. Amen. Amen. You want to be an Israelite uh, as long as you're in those first six days uh, when you're quiet as a church mouse. Uh, Nobody's saying nothing. We're just walking around being quiet. Uh, But God said uh, when it comes time to take ownership, uh, we're going to blow the trumpet. Uh, We're going to make some noise. Amen, Joshua said, cry out and shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. That word shout there means to split the ear with sound. I know it's not always loud. Sometimes it's right to be quiet, but it's not always right to be quiet. Amen, I feel something loud coming on me right about now amen if you like quiet church whatever you do don't go to heaven or can I say it? if you like quiet church don't worry you won't have to worry about going to heaven I'm not being trying to be offensive but somebody needs your soul to be shaken tonight there is a place in God you've never been you've never been to where I'm preaching about and the Holy Ghost loves you enough To make you uncomfortable. Come on let's take a step of faith tonight. Worship in spirit. Don't get more excited about your grandbaby than you do about God. Don't get animated about a pay raise and not get animated about God. Don't get excited about vacation and not get excited about God. Even worship in spirit. Worship in spirit. Worship in spirit. I'm telling you, in truth, church, get this worship right. Man, sinners will just start showing up. You know why? It's because you're trustworthy. God can trust you with a soul on its way to hell to get turned around. If he can trust you to get your spirit involved in your relationship with your creator. I'm not just saying uh, we're just going to do nothing but sing and dance. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, amen. What I'm doing right now, uh, there's worship involved uh, in this preaching. Come on. Spirit and truth. I'm glad I know the truth tonight. This church is aptly named the Truth Church because this church believes in one God. And as a matter of fact, that's what that word truth means. It means truly. It means as the case is. It means according to fact. Worship Him in your human animation, in your passion. Get your soul involved. I confess to you, I've gotten my soul <coughs> involved in things besides the work of God, and it's it feels good. Oh yeah. Throw me on the bus if you want to, but you you've done it. You you you've done it. You've got your soul involved. You've got your passions aroused with various forms of entertainment and interests. I've played my saxophone before and it wasn't worship. It was fun. Felt good. Criticize me if you want to, but there's things with rare exception, if any, tonight that every one of us enjoy that's not bad It's fun. And our soul gets involved. Our feelings get involved. I mean, if you're going to play a game, don't play to lose. Play to win. Why are you playing if you don't want to win? If I don't win, okay, let's play again. Best two out of three. Three out of five. Four out of seven. Five out of nine. You know know, know what? We're going to play until I win. Because winning feels good. My Lord, have mercy. That's why I can be going through hell on earth and still feel good in my soul. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? And greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The world might call me a loser, but my God is a winner. He's never lost a battle. Oh, let's praise the Lord here right now. Somebody magnifies. and truth. Get your soul involved and do it according to fact. Do it as the case is. Do it according to divine nature. I'm just preaching truth to you right now. I'm preaching truth to truth church. Worship with your soul. Worship with your personality. Worship with your passion and worship according to the truth worship according to fact worship according to the divine nature you can't worship a trinity that's not divine nature his divine nature is oneness You can't worship Jesus as the second person in the Godhead because that Jesus doesn't exist only in your mind. Come on, Truth Church, you know this. I've got 10 or 15 scriptures. You don't need me to read them. Most of you can quote all of them because of who your pastor is. Thank God for a one God Jesus name, apostolic pastor. Pastor. I said you can't worship a trinity because there is not one to worship. God is not the author of confusion. It's our time for true worshipers to worship. Hmm. was the last time you got into that dimension where it wasn't about what God did, but who God was. He doesn't have to heal me for me to worship Him as my healer. He doesn't have to provide for me for me to worship Him. As my provider, I'll praise him for providing, but I'll worship him for being my provider. Worship's not about what he it does, it's about who he is. The song says, Because of who you are, I give you worship. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Hallelujah. My Lord, I, I don't know what this might mean to somebody. All I know is when I was pacing in prayer this afternoon, maybe even late this morning, something come all over me. It's right about this time that this message was birthed for this church tonight. Something come on me in the Holy Ghost that said, I want to heal your worship. I want to heal your worship. Maybe your worship, uh, amen, has been injured. Uh, maybe your worship uh, is not true uh, worship. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's imperfect. Uh, maybe it's defective. Uh, maybe it's frail. Uh, maybe it's uncertain. Come on, true uh, worshipers. Uh, That's what that word true means. Uh, It's those whose worship uh, is not imperfect. Uh, It's not defective. Uh, It's not frail. Uh, It's not uncertain. Uh, It's the opposite of frail. Uh, It's the opposite of uncertain. Uh, It's the opposite of imperfect. Uh, It's the opposite of defective. And hell wants to beat you over the head tonight uh, and say, uh, you have anemic worship. Uh, you have imperfect worship. Uh, you have frail worship. Uh, you have defective worship. Uh, you have uncertain worship. I speak to you in the name of the Lord. And the fear of God tonight as I close, God, let's come to truth, church, tonight. With healing for your worship. Let's take some time in his presence here right now. All I want you to do is recognize his presence. Do what you feel. I'm not gonna tell you what to do other than just please put your feelers out. Recognize we're not here by ourselves tonight. There's something holy and divine in this sanctuary. (laughs) There's somebody besides this evangelist in this pulpit tonight. There's somebody besides this preacher, amen, walking back and forth on this platform this evening. Recognize, come on, if you're not careful, you'll just go into your routine, You'll just start doing what you always do. You'll just start ticking the boxes and dotting the I's and crossing the T's and going through your little ritual because this is what I always do. Come on, I'm begging you in Jesus' name. Yeah, man, true worship. True. Come on, you know who Jesus is? Dear God, have mercy. Don't be qualified and not participate. Don't be able to give God what he's looking for and leave him empty and unfulfilled tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. I know sometimes it's unconventional. I know I don't always feel the same, look the same. We don't always act the same. Amen. Sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I sing. Sometimes I dance. Sometimes I jump. Sometimes I run. Sometimes it's English. Sometimes it's talking in tongues. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's loud. But bless your heart with the help of God. Every time it's worship. It's worship. It's what the Spirit is calling for. I don't know everything that the Spirit's calling for from you tonight, but you rest assured the Spirit's not calling for nothing. The Spirit's calling for something. It's time for true worshipers to worship. It's time for those capable. To show themselves able. It's time to do what you have the ability to do. You've got a soul. Use it. You've got hands. Use them. You've got feet. Use them. To the glory of God. You've got a voice. Use it. You've got a personality. Use it. To the glory of God. True worshipers. Worship The hour's coming, and now is. Don't be intimidated. Don't be reserved. It's not altogether who's the loudest tonight. You just do what you feel. But if you feel after God, I promise you, you won't feel like doing nothing. You'll feel some tears. You'll feel a burden. You'll feel Holy Ghost passion. Praise oftentimes is about what I get. But worship is always about what I give. I'm not altogether concerned about what I get from God tonight. But I'm consumed with the passion for what I offer to him, for what I give to him. Somebody obey the Holy Ghost. Somebody mind the Spirit. Somebody surrender. Come on, some of you are intimidated right now. Because you 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 go you, you go this far all the time and you never go further. You get into his presence and then you shut it down. Amen, if I can have good enough church to feel God, uh, I'm okay. No, you're not. Uh, amen, that's what you got. Uh, now that he's here, uh, it ain't about you anymore. It never really was about you to start with. Uh, come on, uh, what about what you give to God? What about what God receives? he <laughs> I know we get good things from God. I know it's His good pleasure to give. I get all that. And thank God for every blessing. But it's really not about the blessings. It's really not about the benefits. It's really not about what I get. It's really about what I give. He doesn't have to do for me for Him to be my God. He said, oh, God, I want to be trustworthy. Lord, I want you to be able to trust me with your presence. Come on, some of you feel the Holy Ghost hovering over you right now. Do something with it. Some of you is feeling that realm and that dimension that I started preaching about uh, when I first began this message tonight uh, that God has sent me to tell you uh, He's got another dimension uh, in the arena of praise and worship uh, for Truth Church. Amen. I felt your excitement and your exuberance about it then. Uh, Don't lose it now. Now that it's time uh, to take God up on it. Uh, Now it's more than amen. Preacher, preach it. Uh, Now it's more than, oh, that's exciting, Brother Waldrop. Uh, Oh, that's cool, Brother evangelist. Oh, that's neat. No, now it's time to experience it. Now it's time to live in it. Now it's time to take God up on it. uh, amen Paul said I'll pray with understanding uh, and I'll pray in the spirit Uh, I'll sing with understanding uh, and I'll sing in the spirit Uh, come on let's let the Holy Ghost get involved uh, in what we're doing right now come on don't have to always do what you've always done. You don't always have to stop short of the perfect will of God. You don't always have to hang your head in condemnation when the glory of God walks in the room. If you feel like dancing, dance. If you feel like talking in tongues, talking in tongues. If you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like laughing, laugh. Spirit and truth. You know who he is. You know what he's done. You know what his word says. You can quote the scriptures. You know his name. You know his power. Be loosed in Jesus' name. Be loosed in the precious name of Jesus Christ. You don't have to live intimidated. You don't have to second guess. You don't have to be uncertain. You don't have to be anemic and frail in your response to the presence of a holy God. Worshippers, true worship. It's not frail. It's not anemic. It's not uncertain. It's confident. It's assured. It's passionate. It's vibrant. Come on, if you're tired of coming to church and feeling condemned, Stop messing around and get your business fixed with God so you can be what God's called you to be. Church doesn't have to be a season of repentance two or three times a week. Come on, you can live above sin. You can live above condemnation. If our heart condemns not, then have we confidence with God? I'm talking to somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. There's a better way to live for God. There's a better way to live for God. Amen. Stop flying by the city of britches. Stop living for God by the skin of your teeth. Stop living that I hope I'm saved. Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. I know I'm saved and I'm so glad about it. I found the joy my spirit claimed. Come on, God's not going to force your hand. He's not going to beat your door down. Amen. He gave you an invitation. Come on, the master has sent the invitation. Amen. If you want to offer excuses, that's your business. Amen. But there's some folks here tonight, we're taking God upon his opportunity. Sign me up. I'm ready. I want more. I want more, oh God. My God, there's something deep calling uh, to truth, church, right now. I feel something deep in the spirit. Keleba bashanda he meant it's powerful, it's rich, hey, it's intense, it's special, it's anointed. He's calling you to worship. True worship. True worship. True worship. Hey. Come on, obey what you feel. Hey, Amen. I rebuke intimidation off of you in Jesus' name. Come on, don't do what you feel like this evangelist expects you to do. I've just asked you to obey the Holy Ghost. Be led of the Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Salabah, Ikaye, Ilebo, Sandale, Kandano. Come on, it's revival time. Come on, what do you say? Let's have revival in our worship. What do you say? Let's let our worship be revived. <laughs> Come on, let the Spirit breathe life into your response to His presence. Let the Spirit breathe life and vibrance into your spiritual response. Come on, if you've been stumping your toe and stumbling around, amen, repent of it in Jesus' name, but don't wallow around in it. I'm not glossing it over, brushing it aside, or excusing it. Get over it in Jesus' name, and get up and live for God, and worship Him, Worship Him in spirit and in truth.